All right, what do you want to watch? Easy A? I already saw it. Uh, Spotlight. I already watched that too. Powder. I already saw that. You've watched everything. Nobody watches everything. This next podcast going out to all you bappas out there getting ready to talk about all the things that you're going to get down with. So sit back, relax, and let's get crazy because this one's going out to you. What's up, Clayton Williams? What's up, Rick? If you guys, if you guys could watch the video for this, my lips were all up on the microphone. So close to the microphone. I I loved it. It made sense. You were a black lady for one moment. It was I felt <laughs> like it. I felt like a black lady. I couldn't tell like during the movie. I didn't look it up, but is that the same lady from like Where in the World is Carmen San Diego? Yes, it is. Is it? I fucking yes, knew it, it is. Uh, her name her last name's like Thin Pig or something. And yeah, I How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> It is. <laughs> sure it is. Maybe you can say that, but I cannot. <laughs> it is a last name that does sound like a, a slur. Like this, yeah, it's this like pickle dragon. Pig. Yeah. We got a couple thin pigs, a table full of pickle dragons, <laughs> a bunch of chooches at the bar. Like, I'm getting out of here. When did the Olive Garden stop being safe? <laughs> it's supposed to be a family place, not my family. <laughs> I got no... Thin pigs. <laughs> What's right. up, everybody? Welcome to Nobody Watches Everything. I'm Rick Matthews. My man across the screen from me is Clayton Williams. Hello. And this is our <laughs> podcast, you guys. And this week, we are down in the thick of it. We watched The Warriors, the 1979 film with nobody, really. Oh, no. It has everyone in it. but it like It's got a lot of people that are only known from this movie. Uh, I mean, it has James Remar, who... He's like the the breakout star of this movie. He's he's Ajax, and he is in like if you've ever watched like Too Fast, Too Furious, or um, Sex in the City, or he was Dexter's dad. He's in a lot of just yeah. Shit. He's in stuff. He's in stuff. Um, him and uh, Mila Kunis. <laughs> what? Mia Kunis is in this movie? Oh, you're talking about nipples? <laughs> is that what like if Mia Kunis instead of instead of being from the Ukraine, if Mia Kunis was from the place where pepperoni nipples ruled the land. <laughs> Sometimes I got her and Rembrandt confused. They have the same, the like, same fuckability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I spoiler. Alert, I think Rembrandt's a little cuter. <laughs> maybe, maybe he doesn't. He doesn't. He's not as flashy. That's for sure. Not as flashy. Doesn't have a mustache. It's all. Good. <laughs> uh, you guys, Clayton and I talked about this before. This is one of the movies we are going to start doing this with movies, just because we feel like it's better. There is a disclaimer that needs to go in front of movies like this. If you watch it, if you already watched it. We are fully aware that they use the hard F word meant for uh, homosexuality in this movie a couple times and not in a, a fun, jokey way, but in um, a, in a, whew, like, God in damn. A, in a, uh, uh, like, like, call your HR type of Hard way. F, super T. Like, <laughs> super T. <laughs> not good. Not good at all. Um, I guess it was the times, but it should not have been. It's a, there's a, so. 
I, I'm gonna like we're gonna gush about this movie because it's 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 fucking great. But there are a lot of things that are like weirdly like not not even weirdly they're just straight up out there like hey this isn't cool um watching this with jen there's a part where uh ajax gets uh, arrested because he tries to rape a lady in the park who turns but out that was a, a weird sting that's like a weird thing she's like sit down next to me kiss me what would she have done if he just kissed her gently yeah like, what was odd, your game yeah. plan to just make out with him and then let him leave what an awesome job for her. <laughs> <laughs> yo just hook up with dudes in the park if one of them gets a little handy bust it i also there's a i will say this this is a funny thing because everyone how they dress in this movie i know that this was like a thing that people said oh man gangs don't dress like that and then you look at like photos of people from the 70s and i'm like are you fucking kidding me yes they kind of did, did. They did. I mean, okay, there weren't fucking baseball mimes. Yeah, yeah, baseball, yeah. <laughs> and I don't remember Dexy's Midnight Runners being a street gang. <laughs> but we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. But, yeah, there is a, a Yeah, there's a scene, some things, there's some elements. And But I was bringing it up because uh, uh, Jen, who you know, she's been on the podcast, uh, she brought up that in this scene – that uh, he says he's basically saying that he's going to go uh, assault this woman. And then the leader of the gang doesn't say that assaulting is bad. He just says, we don't have time for this. Like, <laughs> like, like, like Listen, like, we need to accept the fact that the heroes of this movie are still a street gang. Yeah, exactly. Like they have heart amongst themselves. But that's really it. Like, they like each other a lot, but so does every other gang in this movie. They just happen to be the protagonists of this movie. They're still a street gang. Right. I So, now that we've gotten that kind of part out of the way, I want to know, like, how did you, because you brought this up, but I, I picked this movie. I, I would have picked this movie, too. So, I'm so happy you did. How did you get into it? What did you feel this about it? This movie means a lot to me. Um this movie was because you know, like I talk about it all the time. Like I watch movies like with my son a lot. Like mm-hmm. I like I sit him down and I like watch movies with him because, and this all started because this movie, The Warriors. I was a little kid, probably ten years old, eleven years old, and this movie came on around bedtime mm-hmm. when I was a kid. It came on, you know, some random station. It came on. My dad's like, "Oh, I've never seen this. I think I'm gonna stay up and watch it." And I was just like, "Can I stay up and watch it with you? Because it looked kind of cool." And he was like, "Yeah, you know what? Fuck it." He probably didn't right. say fuck it, he's, <laughs> but he was like, he was like, yeah, he's like, yeah, you can stay up and watch it tonight. It's that's not a school night. Stay up. So he let me stay up and watch this movie with him. And this movie like started a trend of like me and my dad like sitting down and watching movies together at night, oh, like cool. on Fridays and Saturday nights. Yeah, he would let me stay up on Saturdays and watch, especially when like Saturday night's main event was on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean for wrestling. But he would let me watch, watch Saturday Night Live sometimes which, you know, it got me into comedy. Yeah. It got me into movies. He'd let me stay up and watch. Like, that's when we started watching, like, Jean-Claude Van Damme movies, Steven Seagal movies. Oh, like, yeah. So it's just, like, it's just, so the Warriors, for me, whenever it would come on, like, one, it's a cool movie, and two, it always remind me of that time I got to, like, start, like, checking out. And, like, this movie is the movie that got me into movies that weren't, like, Disney flicks. Right, right, right. So it was, like, really cool. So I actually, I watched this with my son. Like, a couple parts I had to, like, look at him. Like, he knows that F word. Mm-hmm. Is not like he knows that that's like one of the words that like it'll get him hit. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. so right, I like right, every yeah. time they said it, I, I looked at him. He's like, I know, Dad. I'm like, all right. I'm like, just so you know, that's that's one it's of the unspoken. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, I there's so, a couple. The R words we don't yeah. let them use in our house. Obviously, 
you know, yeah. the N-word's fine. But um, <laughs> so we get into it. We listen to a lot of gangster rap. <laughs> Never hard R, though. Never hard R. I tell them. I say, you hard R, I smack you. <laughs> you can't hard R in movies. You can't hard yeah. R in house. <laughs> Like, we don't let him swear anyways, but he knows that those are the ones that I don't say. Yeah. Like, he knows, you know what I mean? Like, if I don't yeah. say them, he can never say them. Yeah, right. But, uh, yeah, so that's what this movie is like. It's a very much like a it's like a nexus point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A very important movie watching point in my life is the Warriors. That's see, that's cool because so I saw that movie. I saw the Warriors my freshman year of high school. Cool. So it was like because so back in like early two thousands, they did all those like I love the eighties and seventies and that type of shit, and. So they did I Love the 70s, and The Warriors is like a movie that's brought up in that. And I was like, that looks kind of cool. I've never heard of this movie. I had never seen it. And so I had a uh, one of those uh, – I used to be like one of those rewards members at Media Play when that was still okay. a thing. Yeah. And I had a, a coupon that they would send out to there. Every month you would get like a coupon, and it was for 5 bucks. And so I went to media play and while I was at media play looking for something to use the five bucks on, I saw that DVD of the warriors for like $12. And I was like, I'm fucking doing this right now. Oh yeah. And like sight unseen, never saw it before. I just saw that people talked about it being cool. I bought that DVD, took it home, watched it, fucking fell in love. I love love. it was so cool. And it was such like, and I would like let my friends borrow it. I was like, dude, you have to watch this movie. Like this is like, we would always like share off like DVDs that we had. And it was like this cool thing. Like at where like one of my, that's how word of mouth spread back then. There wasn't like sharing Netflix passwords. It was like loaning somebody a movie being like, yo, get this back to me, but you got to watch it. Right. Like I, so one of my best friends, like he went to Russia for school and like before he moved like i let him borrow the dvd and he watched it every single day he was gone and he was like no shit this is my fucking favorite movie i was like yeah i was like it just helped me deal with being in russia for a fucking math program and stuff and it's like yeah and i i think this movie is so fucking cool and it's dude i I can't wait to just talk let's yeah like get deep let's let's let michael do his thing and then we'll come back and we'll fucking, we will gangbang this fucking episode. <laughs> <laughs> Not in that way. Because we're gangbangers. <laughs> <laughs> we're the nobodies. We have pogo sticks. We hop around the city street. <laughs> oh my God. We'll get into what our gang, uh, <laughs> so odd, to hear our it. odd gang thing that we're going to do. But yeah, all right, Michael, you know how to do this. A turf battle between New York City street gangs that rages from Coney Island to the Bronx. The Warriors are mistakenly fingered for the killing of a gang leader. Soon, they have every gang in the city out to get revenge and one night to make it home alive. The Warriors... Can you dig it? Okay. Um, yeah, man. I uh, 
This movie fucking, I'm not even going to like beat around the bush. This movie fucking holds up. Oh, totally. Like, if not more, I might have enjoyed this. This might have been my favorite time watching The Warriors, to be honest with you. Like, this movie just is like a snowball. It just fucking gains, like, I notice things more. There's parts of this movie that, like, the little, like, ambiances and shit like that that I never noticed the first time, second time, eighth time I watched it that I picked up this time because I'm watching it objectively. So, dude, I, one of the things that I was really happy about and... This is not truly about the movie, but it is very much about the movie. And it's a sad thing that's happening is that now that this is on like Paramount Plus or whatever, not sponsored bullshit, whatever. This is like the only way you can watch this movie in its regular version in HD. Because so the only Blu-ray of uh, the Warriors is the director's cut. and. And I remember when I saw that there was a Blu-ray of Warriors and like I had just gotten like a, a PlayStation 3 and I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get Blu-rays. I want to see this movie in like HD, blah, blah, blah. And the director's cut is terrible. No shit. I never saw the director's cut. Dude, don't watch it because it or watch it because so we've been talking and this is kind of fun to bring up because. We've been watching a lot of these movies lately where someone, especially like last week with Legend, how they say like the director's cut is so much better. This is one of these movies where the director's cut is the worst version of the movie because Walter Hill, not realizing how, what he had, he was trying to make a futuristic movie like he thought this movie like his he was trying to make a futuristic comic book movie and so when it became famous and they get they decided to let him make his like version of it his edit he fucked it up by putting like comic book strips and there's like oh, a whole, yeah there's a whole different intro which is just like a flash animation of like and he's narrating it and it's like a flash animation of like a greek uh, tragedy that this movie is essentially based off of and then every once in a while a scene transition will just freeze and then turn into a cartoon and then change into a comic book strip and then change back and it's Ugh, I would have hated that I would have hated that it's horrible and it sucks because it kills the tension so much in this movie like one of the best scenes in a movie is when they see the baseball furies and it's because like they're all surprised by it. When you see it in the director's cut, it immediately hard cuts to a comic book screenshot of the baseball theory's face, and then like all this narration bullshit, and then it cut and it's like you just ruined this movie to add nonsense, and it doesn't make sense why to do that. Glad I never saw that. So watching this, watching this version, like the regular version of the movie, it's so fucking better like i haven't really it's gotten- so 70s it's so like 1970s film it's so fucking new york city 1970s film mm-hmm. like just that the gritty fucking like just dirt shit new york city everything is so dirty it's wet everyone feels musty and like it it's so like a like the way everyone looks at the end of this movie is so perfect because they're just like dirt under their fingernails dingy the fucking trains 
that yeah, the trains are dirty. The fucking houses are dirty. The apartments are dirty. The girls are dirty. The Lizzie's are dirty. Dude, I. <laughs> so <laughs> the Lizzie's. <laughs> We're going to get into this right now. So let's, let's get into it. If you haven't seen the movie, it's about uh, this. Ga- the, there's a big meeting of gangs in the Bronx by this the biggest gang in the city. And he wants to unify all the gangs. The riffs. Take, the riffs. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> he wants to unify the the gangs because like they outnumber the cops and so they outnumber the mob, they outnumber yeah, the yeah, cops, they, they outnumber yeah, they everybody. Out, yeah, every united. Yeah, like so they're like we could just take over the city and then this asshole gang decides to kill him and then blame it on the warriors. You might and, know the shooter as Skank from the Crow. <laughs> He's in so many. That's not skank. <laughs> I'm not skank. That's skank right there. Skank did. <laughs> Fire it up. <laughs> I love it, dude. He's he's such a a great weird actor. Like I think his name. He is chews like- up scenery in this movie. He is like he's so annoying as like the bad guy, but he is the like he's so good in this fucking movie. He's amazing. He's like his name is I think David Kelly or something. Yeah, and and he is also in um commando and has like like one of the most iconic moments in commando is like arnold schwarzenegger holding him by his legs over a cliff and he said you remember what i told you i'd kill you last i lied, I lied. and then you hear his classic <laughs> yeah he's got that scream oh it's so good um but getting back to it the Lizzie's is a gang that is full of, if you can't tell by the name, the Lizzie's, <laughs> it's very subtle what they're trying to say about these women. And one of the things that I always remember from this movie is that there is one member of the Lizzie's who legit looks like caveman. Uh, uh, what the fuck is her name? How did I forget her name? Sarah Silverman. Caveman Sarah Silverman. <laughs> I thought you were just calling Sarah Silverman caveman. Looks like caveman. What's her name? You know. You know, famous caveman Sarah Silverman. They they, they, they thought her out. (laughs) And then she started talking about her vagina. Like... It no, she this woman looks just like Sarah Silverman, but like Crow Magnet. Like it's so funny, and she gets hit with a chair. And every time I see it, I just look caveman Sarah Silverman. I, I, we're gonna post a picture of it. It's fucking, it's, oh, dude. But I'm in. I believe you. That's that's really fun. Please take take. We got so much to talk about in this movie. It's oh amazing. my god, yeah, no, so much. I uh. Dude, so I got into this. I now because of like the way we do this podcast and everything, like I got kind of nervous when I started to watch this movie. I was like, okay, I'm like, please, because of all the movies we've called from back in the day, I've probably seen this this one the most recent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I probably watched this movie the most of all the ones we've watched on this like second right. season. So I was like, I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna like this movie, but I was still like, man, is there something I'm not gonna see? And like, like I said a few minutes ago, like this is. I ended up fucking liking it more. Like I'm gonna like jump around a little bit, but like the scene where they're like running from the cops and they're like fighting the cops in the subway. Mm-hmm. Like it's like the fucking cop just like like this throws, throws him onto the tracks. Yeah. And and you know why they did that, right? 
No. So that actor, the guy who played Fox, he's also in the thing, which we, we might have put that on the list too. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, so he left the movie. Like he was supposed to be in the rest of the movie, like the whole movie. And he was just like, I'm done with this movie. And so he left early. So they had to shoot this weird thing. That's why you never see any close-ups of his face or any of the stuff during that whole sequence because they had to kill him off out of nowhere because he just left. I did not know that. I don't know a lot of inside facts about this movie, so oh, please share I, away. I know so because I'm like obsessed with this movie and like I learned all this trivia like years ago and it just stays in my head. Like the fact that he was supposed to be in the movie for a long time and then Vermin, the uh, chubbier dude who's like the comedy relief guy, he was supposed to die, but he was so funny and they liked him so much that they made him like. Dude, funny will get you through shit in life, you guys. It really funny does. Will make it happen. Yeah, he got to make out with one of the Lizzies. Yeah. He actually like, looks like a guy I know, like a lot oh, like yeah? a guy I know. So <laughs> I was like, the whole time I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, that's Johnny Morehouse. <laughs> Shout out to Johnny Morehouse. Shout out to Black Rock Zone Johnny Morehouse, you guys. But it's it's so fucking cool. Like one of these things that is I've realized this with certain movies and I've never been like a, uh, Oh, film needs to be blah, blah, blah. Kind of purist type of person because I've seen digital movies that look incredible, but this movie, which is clearly just shot very, like I got to shoot it. We just got to get it on camera type of thing, but it still looks like gorgeous in scenes. It does. Like it kept like the way the city looks, man. Cause it's all, like, for the most part, until the end of the movie, it's all, like, New York City at night. Mm-hmm. But it's not, like, the pretty New York City. It's not, like, fucking, you know, like, pretty New York City at night. Like, you know, you've got yeah. mail. Yeah. Where, like, everything is, yeah. like, nice going around. Everything this is fucking... Is, yeah, it's not... Everything is just, like, the Manhattan skyline. It's this, like, these neighborhoods and stuff. Like, there's a moment where, um, if I can remember correctly... There's a, a Grace Papaya next to a, a train station. And I believe I when I lived there, I went to that Grace Papaya with like Sean Murphy. Okay. <laughs> like like we we had just uh, there was like a, a just show ended and we were all hanging out in Manhattan and we all went to that Grace Papaya and, and it was just and then just seeing it like that's like one of the fucking coolest things about this movie. And also when I lived in like in New York City, it was just like there are parts of this movie that I got to see just living. And it's hard to find some of those spots because they're not like the typical um, regular New York spots. Like most of these movies in Brooklyn or no, like, yeah, like the end of it is in parts of Brooklyn and mainly in the Bronx. Yeah. And I never really was like in the Bronx when I was there, but like some of it's in Harlem and all this. And it's, yeah, they got to travel from, they got to travel from the Bronx all the way back to Coney Island. And it's so funny because, like, uh, Berman's like, that's got to be at least, like, 70 miles. And yeah. when you in realistically, it's not. Like, it's like seven. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> well, the so, one guy was like, uh, I think it was Vermin. He was like, uh, he was like, man, I've never been to the Bronx before. Yeah. Like, this is the time where, like, people, if that was the borough you were from, they just stayed there. And it's legit. That's like the funny thing about the, that the, the city, and that's what makes this kind of even more interesting. Is that so? 
when we lived in New York, we lived in Staten Island for a little bit, and Jen, uh, like worked pretty much near Coney Island type of area, like yeah, and so where she worked on the map is only like two miles away or or two or seven miles away, like something very innocuous. Like we have to deal with this kind of like traveling every day in Buffalo. Yeah. And like, theoretically that's like maybe what a 10 minute drive, but it was always like a two and a half hour drive to get to work. Cause New York city is just insanity. And it's seven and it's like, and it's right there. And so just the idea of having to travel through boroughs because you have to catch trains and do this and then just also fight off people. It's, yeah, she had to fight off the orphans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, believe it or not, that is not a heroin-addicted David Schwimmer playing the leader of the orphans. <laughs> it I, takes some convincing on my part. I, there are so many people who look like actors who are famous now that... I literally was like, that's not guy from, that's not the dude from this. Like, <laughs> no, like, yeah, I'm like, of course it's not the dude from this. This is like 40 years before. Yeah. <laughs> but You're yeah. telling me that girl is not John Leguizamo from <laughs> Two Wong Fu, yeah. thanks for everything? Because <laughs> they've got the same nipple contour. Yeah. I couldn't stop looking at her nipples in the movie, and it wasn't even... Like a sexual, couldn't stop looking at her nipples. They're just there. They're just fucking, like, it's like saying, it's like looking at a conehead and paying attention to their feet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I, Dude, you are so right on with that. Because, one, that was the first thing I noticed when I saw this movie the very first time. But also, it's so important to the way she looks that when they made the Warriors game, which is like... Fucking loved that game, by the way. I've been can't. I've been trying to bring it up. You said PS3 a little while ago. I wanted to like jump right on it yeah. then. The yeah, no, her game. nipples were in the game for some reason. Yeah, they that was like one of the most detailed things they do in the game. The game. The weird thing is, is though, it's a prequel, so like, there's no reason why she should have been in the fucking game. But it's a prequel and a, a regular. Like, so it. I think, oh, man, that like I told Jen we're gonna play the game because we ha- I have it on the on the PS3. It was a PS2 game, and I have it on the no, not even PS3. I have it on PS4 right now. Um, can you get it on PS4? What if we can get it on PS5? I would play. You that can't. Game you should be able to because it's on like their old like network. So if I can, you should be able to play it. That oh, might. Man, I liked it. It's a Rockstar game, same company that makes like yeah. GTA and shit like mm-hmm. that. It was so good. But that was like one detail that they had to make sure, like, because even though a person's face might not be perfect, because it's like it's PS2 graphics, they were like, the nipples have to show up. Photo like, quality. <laughs> like half the budget. <laughs> half the budget to make sure Mercy's nipples are clear. <laughs> I, I just think this movie is so fucking cool. Like when you see the gangs, like so, the gangs are. There's so, so many cool fucking gangs in this movie. They're so rad, and like they have like the fucking coolest gang names. Like I used to know the gangs names. It was like by the heart. Pug Uglies, I think. Pug. There was. Like I know there's a list. There's so many like fucking fun gangs. Like I I have uh, the rogues like the bad guy gangs uh, patch on a vest of mine, dude. Like, I once thought about getting a warrior's tattoo. See, dude, I 
I totally get it. I totally fucking understand. Because it's so cool. Like, like, Jen asked me, and this was like, she, because, so, she'd asked me about, like, what I love about this movie. Because she'd asked me before what my favorite movies are. And my top, and I told her my top three favorite movies are Back to the Future, Ghostbusters, and Toy Story. And those are all like different things that like matter and mean something to me emotionally and that kind of stuff. But I would, this is definitely in like my top five just because I love watching it. And I was like, it's one of the most entertaining movies to watch. Like, it's just such a, solid like even though because so we watched legend we've watched a lot of these other movies that are from the time that have all these like budget constrictions or are corny and even though this movie has everything about it that could be corny to it like i will we'll get into some of the negatives beyond just like culturally like insensitive parts of it but it's so fucking like watchable like that's it that's something that a lot of movies don't have where you could just watch it and be like enthralled and really have fun and like especially because you're you're absorbed into the story that's happening and you're not thinking about like oh this thing like watching this movie for the first time analytically was the first time i noticed like voice syncing was off in a lot of a little scenes. bit yeah a little bit like, however speaking of voices i don't know if that's mercy or not but that is the best chicken impression I've ever heard in my entire fucking life. I think that was a legit chicken. Because she was like, muck, muck, muck. the way she did it, I was like, God damn, she sounds like a chicken. <laughs> I think that was literally just a chicken sound because her voice is off. And I was just like, because it's so clear in such a like, like we needed a chicken to do this yeah. audio. I was like, it was like for a second I thought Mercy was being played by Michael Winslow. <laughs> it was such a good chicken sound. <laughs> like I can't produce that no. sound. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck? And it's weird because she has the most oddly dubbed moments in the movie. Yeah. And I don't know because Anytime I've ever heard a person get dubbed in a movie, it's usually because they went through puberty or something, <laughs> or like they just didn't record. It just didn't sound right. Yeah, their mic was off or something. So it's weird that she has these like close-up scenes where her voice is normal, and then all of a sudden it just changes into like it's like a seventies kung fu movie. Like yeah, it's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't do the effect. She's like she's like we're gonna go outside, and then it's like. I think we need to go outside. And you're like, what is that audio? Yeah, what happened? <laughs> like, what the fuck was going Where did she say this? <laughs> she said it in a tunnel, but it's an outside scene. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's so fucking silly. And this movie has so many things that they just kind of had to do on the flies because something bad would happen. Like, her wearing the jacket is because she broke her arm. During oh, the for making, real? Yeah, during the making of the movie. So to hide the cast that she's wearing, they just like, all right, put a jacket on her and then let's make it a part of the story. And I'm like, that makes perfect sense that like she would try to hide what she's looking like in this movie. Because they're looking for a girl in a purple dress. Which this is all right. So well, I don't kind, know. Yeah. Okay. You kind of brought this up. You kind of brought this up earlier. 
with uh, when we brought up the him trying to uh, assault this cop is that like the way the people dress back then why did they all just assume everyone was in a gang like it's well i mean they all had vests that said the warriors i mean i get it I get it. <laughs> this is true and I since wrestlemania <laughs> 6 wasn't in town i assumed it wasn't all there for the ultimate warrior he's walking around with a baseball bat i hmm. just i'm it, i've i've gotten so you because i look at like Maybe they were all sting fans yeah, right. <laughs> Everyone says the, the later life Sting, the wrestler, was trying to cop the crow. I think he was trying to cop the Warriors. <laughs> yeah. He had his face painted up. He had a baseball bat. The, oh, sh- yeah. <laughs> I mean, at no point did they stop in the middle of the thing and go, woo! But, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> no one gave anyone a Scorpion death drop. You don't I, know that. I, man, we couldn't tell. I will. All right. So, this is going to be my parts of the negative because okay i will say this every time a person complains about an action movie like fight scene of now because it's like oh they cut they cut too close and it's all just choppy the fight scenes in this movie as much as i love this movie are absolutely terrible they're yeah. legit horrible and I can say that as like one of the biggest fans of this movie, every fight scene in this movie. And I think it's hilarious that this movie was like parents councils were freaking out saying it was like one of the most violent movies they'd ever there seen. There were fights at the movie theaters. Yeah, they were because real gangs were showing up to the theater and, and it's so like this movie's like impact at that time. Like it bombed at the box office because of real gangs. People being... were afraid to go see it. Yeah. White people were like, uh-uh. uh, I'm not going to the fucking movies where there's hell like, no. Which is how Batman started. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting killed in an alleyway, <laughs> but these fights are like, yeah, they're poorly choreographed first, like really bad. They're really badly choreographed. They're really badly shot because like, it's a kind of thing where like the, whoever is the cameraman is during these fights. It's like, all right, get into that armpit. Like right there. I want you to get into an armpit. I want, I want you to shoot right where you can see part of this guy's chin. And that's it. That's all you're going to see. And then maybe you'll see someone's hands. And then the last punch where a person does a flip because we can't get the camera too close. <laughs> Otherwise you're going to hit the camera. But that's how that whole, the like, the baseball furies, which is like the main fight of the movie, yeah, is, big park fight, like so or is that much cemetery. Of, it's in a park, yeah. It's a, yeah, what it's was the cemetery middle. fight? Uh, the, but that was just hiding from the cops. Yeah, they, they were just, just hiding, hiding from, from the, the cops. cops. Never mind. And they're having, but they have this huge fight. It's the most iconic fight. It has the 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 line. I'll shove the bat up your ass, turn you into a popsicle, and oh, like that was great. I love this. Is my favorite line of the movie is when they're running, and he's like, "Yo." He's like, I can't run no more. He's like, mm-hmm. you sure? He's like, yeah. He's like, good. I'm sick of running. Yeah, yeah. And he he's turns like, around to fight. I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, yeah, he's like, like, Ajax is the coolest fucking character in this movie. He's also the worst dude. He's the one who says the aforementioned <laughs> F word a couple times. He says And it does the so- aforementioned park rape. He says it so much. He do- He's such a scumbag, but it's also hilarious that he's like, I noticed this during the movie is that he's like the closest to the black warriors. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's like extra like he's like, yeah, man, give me that fist. He's like kind of like Matt Dillon's character in the outsiders. Okay. Like where he's like the biggest dick, but he's also like the got the most heart. And right, he's the yeah. one who's willing to like fight for his cause and shit like that. He's like, We are a multicultural gang. I love this. He's like, we got a black guy that dresses like an Indian. <laughs> This guy's wearing that crazy floppy hat. What the fuck happened to him? What happened oh, to the leader of the Warriors? Oh, Le- Cleon? He gets yeah. killed. Apparently, like, so in the script, he's like killed. And the way it's shot, again, because they didn't have anyone who had any skill of choreographing a fight. Yeah. But he gets like trampled on by the rips. And my favorite thing is there's just like one guy just doing like an air elbow over it. <laughs> I'm like, who are you hitting? Like, he just, he's because, like, I don't know. I just missed it. Where I'm just like, where the fuck is Clan? And they're like, oh, we separate. I, I'm just like, huh. I'm like, I know he doesn't come back. I'm like, but where the fuck did he go? Like, yeah. did they kill him? Yeah, they killed him. It was just like he was beating up like dudes, and then they just fucking stomp him out. And then that's another thing. Like, everyone has to kind of deal with the the consequences of after where they're just like. Oh shit, we killed that guy. Um Yeah, we surely shouldn't have. We're good, right? The rips have to be like they show up at the end of Coney and also uh theoretically they own all of the city now. They're like, <laughs> they're like he's like, You guys are pretty cool. You guys get to keep Coney. Everything else is ours, right? And they're like, All right. Like Yeah, but I don't like they didn't like the, the truce ended. Like there was no like they all cheered in meeting, but I didn't think that made it so. I think it was just the truce became like the truce got somehow tighter because of uh, uh, because of uh, the leader's death. Yeah, because it was like we're all about it, so we're all gonna hunt you down. And it was it's like somehow he un- that's the fucking like this guy became a martyr and he unified all the gangs to hate. And he never to hate the warriors. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, nah, man, you know what? Let's let this by God be. I, I just love how multicultural every gang is in this fucking movie. Yeah. There is no like specific, maybe the, the, the mime gang. I think they were all white guys. I think they're all white guys. Couldn't tell because their faces were all painted up, but, and there was also just a gang of mimes. Yeah. They only showed them walking around. There was no like interaction with them. Yeah, they're the high hats. The high hats. They were just a gang of mimes. Oh, hold on. So I I pulled up the the list of the 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 gangs in this movie. So we have the warriors themselves. Then you have the Gramercy Riffs, which uh, are led by Dougie Doug and the rest <laughs> of these people. <laughs> Dougie Doug. Yeah. <laughs> We got the rogues. We got the Turnbull ACs, which is just this multicultural skinhead group. They're the like the Mad Max group. Yeah, they're li- they're, like they're, they're driving bus. in that bus. They look super. They just look so fucking cool. The orphans, which are just so funny. Like you said, they have drugged out David Schwimmer. Oh my god, they're gross and dirty and fucking. <laughs> and so they sad. get pumped out and they. <laughs> Like they, the one dude threw a Molotov cocktail. I thought it was one of the warriors that blew up and went flying through the air. Yeah, right. <laughs> like this gang, they were like, "Yo, uh, like, what do you mean we weren't invited?" Like, it's there's just so fucking sad. And they're carrying around a newspaper clipping. 
Yeah, he's like they, they, they wrote about us. This is like this like orphans attack street. I don't like like is it yeah, really we're, you? We're real. Or, we're a real tough gang. I'm telling you, we got our names on these green T-shirts. They all look like they're all playing Oscar the Grouch. Like they're fucking- <laughs> yeah, they're dirty. I think they're all wearing white shirts, but they're just gray from being gross. <laughs> yeah. I just like his hench, his little henchman with this. Who's this like this Filipino guy with an afro? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was Luis Guzman again. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're we're a real tough gang. We're tough with, like I think they're like, these gangs are so fucking cool, but also hilarious looking. Like because there are gangs that look like this, like the. Um, the electric eliminators are like they got like these cool yellow satin jackets with their logo on it you got some dudes the huns you got the lizzie's like these are the punks we'll get into the punks but like those are the roller skate guys um, yeah the punks yeah for some reason like, all right, the well, saracens who yeah, i think yeah, the they're saracens. just uh that's matt saracen's dad from friday yeah. night lights <laughs> the boppers the hurricanes are like the only like Besides the Rips are like the only like uh, ethnic group, like the Rips, the uh, the Hurricanes, and the um, uh, the, the Huns. Savage Huns, yeah, yeah, are the only ethnic gangs in the, in the thing. Everyone else is just like, no, we're all we're all together. Like we under the Jones Street Boys, the the Satan's Mothers. Uh, these are fucking the Panzers. Whatever the fuck that is. Oh, yeah. they're the ones that look like tanker, like tankers, like they're like wearing like. Like military uniforms, but I think they're fucking like I love the way these gangs look. They're so fucking cool. And then like now people just look like that these days. Like, yeah, like, like hipsters it, in a bar. Yeah, exactly. That was like the weird thing. Like this movie, like fashion is so cyclical and weird. Where like now people just always look like they're the warriors. Like like whether they're the actual warriors gang or any other gang, you're just like. Oh, that dude's wearing like a, a army jacket and a and a a, a sequence hat. That, that now, <laughs> are there more warriors than the seven? Yeah. Okay, because why didn't anybody make a phone call and say, "Yo, you need to meet us at the train station in Coney Island because we're coming in hot." Oh, dude, there's there's something like so, and this is all from the lore that the game like fills out which I think is amazing, but you're never going to know that if you just watch this movie. But if you pay attention, the, the, the idea is that only nine delegates from each They game, say that in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And so you're like, okay, these are the guys who got to show up. And realistically, because this is something that the book, which I have not read, but I was like, I watched a video talking about the differences between the movie and the book. But it's very clear when you watch how the or especially when you t- hear them talk about the orphans, or when you see in the later in the movie, that essentially these are kids. They're all supposed to be like teenagers. Well, yeah, they show that. I think the director he fucking killed it. That like one of the second last scene in the movie mm-hmm. when they're on the subway, and those people get on from like either the prom, the prom or a yeah. disco, and they're like the same age. But the prom kids are all fucking laughing, having a good time, super clean, looking nice, mm-hmm. pretty dresses and shit like that. And they just look across at these fucking broken teenagers. Like, they're dirty. They're tired. They're just, like, just exhausted to the core. Their fingernails, their feet. And they just look at them, and they're just like, 
there's no animosity. You know what I mean? They're yeah. just looking at each other from across. They're sitting across from each other on the subway. But like the artistic, the way they do the fucking scene, they're looking at each other from a thousand miles away. Like they yeah. just do not know what the other side is. Have, they don't know anything about them. And that's like one of the things that is so like so well done in that movie. Like this time, it, this watch really solidified that final scene. Like mm-hmm. I was just like, oh my god! Like, because then Swan so good stops her from like trying to make herself look better for those people. Because yeah, no, don't do it. Yeah, so cool. It, it's one of these. There's a like underlying idea that isn't really brought up, and that's what makes this movie better than what it feels like it is pop culturally is that like there's this underlying sadness to the fact that they're a gang and the fact that they have this is their life like when swan and um and mercy are walking with each other in the the train and she wants him to fuck because he won't fuck her because he is like it's part of it's like he's being better than her in his yeah. like he's looking down on her and it hurts to have like someone who is in the same situation look down on you and it's like that real like uh, but it's also like he just looks at all of this it's like just sad because like when they get back home they're like is this what we were running this is what we yeah were, they're like, very un they're very unhappy at being home in dirty ass Coney Island and and that's one of those things where it's like apparently in the book the end of it is just like the main because uh, I heard they have different names and stuff main character goes home after his like and his mom just like beats him or something and then he just cries in his bedroom and that's like the end of the book and it's this sad like there's like a wild sadness and there's like because this movie is so grandiose and it's also this kind of thing where like walter hill just didn't understand it which is it is so clear he didn't understand it by his director's cut because in his mind he was making some futuristic like beat-em-up movie but there's yeah, also- he was kind of making a lord of the flies mad max movie yeah that's what he thinks he was making yeah but he didn't have the budget and then with the the help of feature technology, you could add all this bullshit. But then you watch you watch these performances and you watch little subtle things that are just like, no, this is this is deeply sad because they're kids. Like you're watching the orphans who are two of their friends died. Yeah, like on the on the walk back home, like two yeah. they saw two of their friends get killed. Yeah, two of their friends get killed. One of their friends gets taken to jail and like and you see a bunch like, of lesbians try and stab him and shoot him <laughs> no one's ready for that shit no one trust and, me and like you can tell that like there's a part of um where rembrandt and again i'm, I'm part of me is like adding about the guy because the actor who played rembrandt he died of aids and i believe he was gay and but He's we watch him in this in the movie, and he's always like kind of shy. He always feels like uncomfortable. And then you watch him, and he's like watching the women, and he's clocking that they aren't really into the guys. Yeah, because he's like, there's something off. Not even just like he feels like they're like 
they're like setting them up in the same way, but he's like, every time they cut back to that, like those, the two women dancing together, it's like, they are, no one else is paying attention to these guys. If they're all about these guys, whatever, why is it only these two women on, or why is it just feel weird? Why is everyone so like masculine? Why is everyone kind of like punking me? Like the one who's like this little calls me little man. And like, it's like a subtle thing of him like knowing like, oh, even though it's not subtle, but like in the idea of the movie, he's like, yo, these chicks don't fucking want us. Like they are, th- there's, yeah, something something's going about, on. there's something sketchy about, there's something sketchy about this. Like, Come on, let's go. Come on, let's go. Mm-hmm. Especially because in like. Also, he, he wanted nothing to do with the chicks. Yeah, nothing. He wanted. <laughs> he's like, he hold wanted, up. He's like, what's it? He's like, I thought me and Vermin were going to fuck. <laughs> I saw his nipples all night. <laughs> I also, these outfits, man, all day, like, you're just r- cold. It's got to be cold. I know it's summer in, in New York, but, like, you're still, like, running in the rain. Like, the all the weather that changed <laughs> at that night, and you just want to walk around with your titties out, running around in the streets, sweating all night. Hmm. That's, that's a fucking gross. Yeah. That's a hot, gross summer. Um, wet hot American summer. <laughs> so we got to talk about uh, one gang that is iconic, and because you you said something, uh, the punks, the punks, aka the roller skate gang, aka what? Yeah, <laughs> there is a legit. So I only know this because of British gangs and like that and like weird jamaican culture okay roller skating is somewhat popular in violent gangs i don't know what that is i don't know if that was the attempt that they were going for or they just but i've seen on numerous occasions like legit like british gangs that have someone on roller skates but it's fucking crazy it's you lived in New York. I've been there a bunch of times. Yeah. Have you ever seen more than 10 straight feet of level pavement? No. Like, no. no. Sidewalk street fucking. <laughs> they're falling all the time. Like they're falling so much, so much. Their knees and elbows are fucked. They have fucking dirt. They have gravel in their palms. I think it's so funny watching because he's the only guy with the roller skates and it's still so like he's like all right guys help me up like like help me up help i'm glad that we have this downhill part but so many <laughs> subway stations are just uphill like and stairs and stairs so i love the idea especially like because what if they're in a neighborhood they're not supposed to be and then he has to like roller skate and then try yeah. to jump a he's going stairs like no 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 <laughs> <laughs> He looks like he looks like Norberg in the end of Naked Gun. Like yeah, like, <laughs> just like it is no escape policy. He's just like I, he's constantly I, just on the ground going, "Oh my fucking knees again!" Like this scab's never gonna heal. Take out those fucking states, Billy. No, it's my it's thing. My That's all I got. Take away my skates, and my overalls. What am I? I'm just another fucking orphan. I'm just another dude singing "Come on, Eileen," like yeah. <laughs> like my cousin Dexy. 
Like I love their their, their is so like impractical because as cool as some of that, like again that when they show up, like you're watching them like slowly ride down that hill in that subway and it's like fuck that's cool looking as shit because it's just it's oddly menacing it's weird it's like surreal it's all these things but as soon as you have to think about the fact that he has to do that upstairs yeah. it's like oh oh boy he's just doing like, it's like watching someone it's like a home it's alone crazy. trap like <laughs> like, I'm picturing, like and i was thinking about this with the uh with the baseball furious Mm-hmm. Like I was imagining, you know, the beginning of Saturday Night Fever. Yeah, where the first part of the movie is just John Travolta getting ready to go out. Yeah, you know, like right, just right, fucking. Right, right, yeah, I'm imagining a New York City father seeing his kid walk out of the bathroom wearing a fucking pinstripe fucking outfit and his face painted up like Paul Stanley from Kiss. Like, <laughs> yo, you think fucking, you think Swan said a lot of f words? <laughs> his father, what the fuck are you doing? Get back in your fucking room. Wash your mother's makeup off your goddamn face and take out the fucking garbage like I told you 17 fucking minutes ago. Fucking shit. <laughs> like, just. Dad, no. No, Daddy, no. <laughs> That's the. Fu- I, so, I thought about that through so much of the movie. I especially thought about it because, again, with the Baseball Furies, yeah. is that they're a gang that owned a brownstone. In Riverside, Manhattan, like where it's like because they all like everyone else getting their setup for the fights and everyone kind of is like, all right, these people were just hanging out at a bar. These people like the Turnbull ACs are uh, on their bus that they they're own. just driving around being yeah. being menacing. Yeah. But the baseball furies have a base of action where they have their their bats hanging up and they're like. They're just like, oh, all right, like this. It's like they're so fired. much makeup. The Mary Kay lady spends so much time at their fucking house. Like that's her fucking main. She has her own like office, like substation right nearby. She's like, I'm selling these guys so much makeup, Carol. You'd have no idea. Well, <laughs> watching them getting set up, it made me think like they were like volunteer firefighters. Like <laughs> it's like this. you hear you hear the gang member alarm, and they're like this. You heard the boys? Let everyone grab your bat off the shelf. Let's uh, run there's a pole. Yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> sliding down, running with their bats. Uh, I just, I it's so like. It's there's like this level of surrealness to so much of it because it is. Again, but they're, they're still badasses. They're still badass, and it's like as like the baseball furies were still intimidating. They're cool, and they just look cool. Like this is one of those movies where looking cool just makes sense, and it matters, and it really helps because. This movie does not have the budget. It does not have any of the like bells and whistles or any of the kind of stuff that could have been to sell it. And it's just a time period where you're like, some of the most like ingenuity is being put into a, a, a fucking film. And like as silly as this shit is, it's also one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yeah. And, but what is our absurd mode of transportation for our gang like for the nobody's gang you said pogo stick pogo sticks. remember those little like rubber balls with they look like saturn 
There was like a, yeah, yeah. Like a thing you stand on in the middle of the ball. I forgot what they were called. That's how we get around. We just got to hold them tight and just hop on those. No, no. Wait. You're talking about the big ball with the handle? No, no. The one with the step. Because it was like the it was a ball. With, it had like a plastic yeah. ring around it, right? I'm changing it to the ball with the handle now. The big ball with the handle. You bounce on. You like rodeo bounce all the way around. It's all quiet, and they're like, boom, <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> like, just oh, shit. Slap. Like, oh, no, it's the nobodies. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, uh, it's like, what's his name's whistle in the wire? Yeah. <laughs> Omar's coming. <laughs> Omar's coming. But it's just, here comes the nobodies. That's an empty air smack. You just get up and fight with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Smack the shit. It's the nobodies. <laughs> what do we wear, though? What's our outfit? Oh, dude. That's got to be good. It's. I don't know. There's. I'm thinking the exact same outfit as Mercy. <laughs> Just pink tank tops. Pink the tank hardest tops. nipples you've ever Fuck, seen. Fucking, we have. Like water, we have coolers, we have those little ice packs on our fronts. We only take them off to fight. Just these purple nurples sticking It looks like out of Randy these... Quaid and Kingpin when he comes out of the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, put Kingpin on the board. Oh my god, yeah, fuck it. Oh, fuck it. Oh. But uh, yeah, just we just walk around, we're like, ah, oh. <laughs> constantly trying to get fucked in the subway tunnel. <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> Do you want to fuck me? <laughs> dun, dun. We can't fuck because our balls are just shattered because they're bouncing on that ball everywhere we go. <laughs> just so we have like the widest leg gap. Like we're just yeah. like, we're like, like cowboys. cowboys. <laughs> That's right, people. The Warriors are in town. I'm Man, sorry, there's, gonna be, there's gonna be some good photoshops off of this fucking There better be. I, I I'm gonna have to fucking do it. They're gonna be so goddamn silly. Oh, I'm gonna try dude. myself. I'm gonna make a really bad version of them because I love shitty photoshopping. I, I, I there's a certain art in shitty photoshopping. There there really is. Like something being like a little bit like the head's a little too big on something. Or there's still a little bit of the background <laughs> yeah. behind the head. Like shit like that I love. Like I love great Photoshop where you're like, oh my God, I hate shitty good Photoshop where it's like you could have done better. Yeah. But I love when somebody just put it together on their phone quick while they were taking a shit. That's yeah. my favorite fuck. That's all of my Photoshop. If you ever see me Photoshop anything, just know that I was taking a shit while I made that. I, uh, dude, that's. Please, anyone who's listening to this, Photoshop us into just the stupidish. Because this is the yeah, we know most, there's there's some good people out there at the photoshops. This is the most appropriate. Like, there's going to be a lot of stuff that I'm going to Photoshop because I this is just perfect for it. But come yeah. on, guys. Ugh. Um, but yeah, this movie. I'm. Uh, I think yeah. I think I'm done talking about this movie. I fucking loved it it's i'm sorry like maybe we didn't like i will this is one of those things again where this is a movie that we like legit love i think we it, went over a good chunk of the movie i, th- I don't even think we bounced around too much because it, it it's it makes sense the movie didn't yeah it does the, the that 
so you mentioned that last week where it's like this is the kind like when the movie is all off kilter and it doesn't make any sense it's so easy for us to just be like uh what the fuck is happening with that's this? how our brains are remembering it like yeah. just like just a mishmash of fucking poorly planned out scenes because like we'll like be i'll be honest there are so many of these movies where we literally just finished watching the movie and then start recording yeah i've like, done that several times yeah like where we're like okay we'll we'll like a little behind the scenes we're like we'll delay when we record because we're like oh hold on i gotta finish i got like 20 minutes left like yeah, that something or like delay by a day because just fucking life happens you guys yeah. it's not a perfect plan out here okay yeah but like we sorry we'll have these <laughs> i just get so mad sometimes you're so angry it's your fault <laughs> all right yeah but we we do like well and it's like easy to forget something because they're so just like jumbled messes this movie is so tight and just like this is the story this is where we're going this is what's happening it makes sense you're not confused by anybody going and it's easy to talk about it i know it's not like there's got to be some other shit and i would love to talk about how bad this is like maybe like for the patreon type of shit where we watch the director's cut because you've never seen it and we Uh, i don't want to i don't want to see this movie in a negative light Oh no! Like you won't see the movie in a negative light. You'll, you'll see, see the director Walter, in a negative you'll light. You'll see Walter Hill in a negative light because Walter, because he's made some like iconic movies. Like he's made um, some great movies. Like uh, with the uh, Forty Eight Hours and stuff. Yeah, both the Forty Eight Hours movies he made. Brewster's Millions. He made Brewster's Millions. Yeah, he directed Brewster's Millions. Wild. Yeah, like and you were saying that he's like producer on Alien and all. Of yeah, that. like he's like close with the Scots. Yeah. Like what a he's got such a fucking like odd career as a like a, as a person, and then he's like bullet to the head, and like just these shitty action movies. Like he made Undisputed with uh with Wesley Snipes. And oh Pete shit! Rames. Yeah. Oh. Like he is an. He made odd, Last Man Standing. That's a that's a weird one that I don't with like. Bruce Willis. Yeah, it Red, was a weird fucking movie. Yeah, Red Heat. Like Red Heat, Red Heat was like, awesome. Well, I mean, it was a Belushi movie, but not the good Belushi. Yeah, so it wasn't that good. It was bad Belushi. <laughs> I would have, I would have loved if you were like the biggest, like, like. <laughs> oh, if I was like a Jim Belushi <laughs> fan, if you were yeah. like this, yo, I I love Belushi joints. I'm talking, <laughs> I'm talking Red jingle Heat. all the way. Yeah. I'm talking gang related. Oh, man. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> What was that one where he's with John Ritter and he's like a CIA agent? Oh, Lord. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I think I do. I, uh, like, Jim Belushi. That's a What fucking, a fucking turd. And he had, like, one of the longest running, like, sitcoms for... A, that like, nobody watched? They just kept it on? It was like, man, I'm... T- <laughs> Is that the one with Courtney Thorne? Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Fucking, uh, according to Jim. One of the shows that were, I feel like they just had, they made it so that people in like, uh, in like uh, nursing homes didn't feel like they were in a room alone by themselves. <laughs> just like, 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 just, yeah. yeah. Like, let's just turn this on. Let's have it in the background. Don't anyone say anything. Was it uh, real men? Oh my God. He's been in too much. Shit. Yeah. It was real men where he was a CIA guy and. 
John Ritter was just like a normal guy that he's trying to like recruit, and there's like this fucking crazy scene. Watch that again at some point in my life. I don't know he if it's was, good enough for the pod. No, uh, like he's something to watch. He's also in like Tupac's last movie. <laughs> which yeah, is of course like, he is. Like, he was like, thug like, as fuck, dude. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think Tupac got the idea for the thug life tattoo? Jim- it's on Jim Belushi's <laughs> lower back. <laughs> Just Tupac with Jim. Can I do one interview without talking about my brother Belushi? Belushi. (laughs) So what's up with that tattoo? God damn it! It's thug thug life. life. (laughs) All right, I think you guys. That is that is a good. That is a solid solid day's work, you guys. Um, Um, everybody, thank you so much again for your feedback for your for your listens, for your, for your follows and your subscribes. Those of you that haven't done it yet, it's, it's like, it's fucking three buttons, numb nuts. Just yeah. fucking like, listen, those of you who have subscribed, we love you. Those of you who we listen, we love you. Those of you that just listen and hear us say this part and just turn your fucking phone off. Just, just you fucks. Just click the three buttons. It's so I'll come easy. to you. I will it's find so easy. you. Just share us. Next time you see people. me, give me your phone. I fucking do it for you. And and it and it's like I don't I've had people come up and or like because I'm big and famous now because of the podcast. Huge. We all we're 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 both huge and famous comedians from this podcast. But like people will say like, oh my god, I watched I like listened to the pod and it made me watch Angus or something. I'm like, I just I got that. Someone just said that to me the other day. Like I'm I'm gonna just say Probably this. the same person told me and you. Probably but still. <laughs> keep it coming baby <laughs> <laughs> but like i want people like review it say what you think is good say what you think is bad like i'm okay with us having like if you have a negative review or whatever just talk about it just tell talk. me what you don't like there's a good chance we fixed it yeah like <laughs> we're we're like always like the fact that we're like i th- think about like old episodes how we sounded like or it was just me on a fucking uh just dance we remote uh microphone type of thing and like we're we're learning every fucking day uh, how to change and make this podcast better and Um, so be a part of it with us share it tell your friends sing us off the rooftops yeah please do um oh shit i just realized that we even say what movie we're gonna watch next i have to fart should i do it on the microphone yes (laughs) go for it i'm a fart i'm a fart <laughs> we just took up the class, baby. Feel free to leave I that in or edit it. it out. I can smell that right now. That was like the classic Nickelodeon fart. That was <laughs> it felt it had it had gack. Yeah. <laughs> that fart was full of gack. <laughs> mostly gack. It was a 70 to 30 ratio of gack to fart. It was flarp. <laughs> it was a flarp Nickelodeon. Which is what flarp. it sounds like when someone puts two fingers inside me. <laughs> All right. What the fuck? Just pick the next movie, Clay. Why I'm do you sorry. let me keep I'm talking? Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, this, this movie got brought up at it like just randomly because we were talking about Legend. And I this is a movie that I fucking love. 
and I think will be great to see how it holds up, especially after certain things have happened recently. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. What is it? CB4. Fuck you. (laughs) That is awesome. We're going to watch CB4. I'm I'm genuinely so excited to watch CB4. I I haven't watched CB4 in maybe like three years, but like... I haven't seen it in 20. Ooh, maybe more. I, I can't wait. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a long. I I saw it in like high school. I can. Oh, this is gonna be good because yeah, I I, I remember a lot of it. I like, love. I remember. I remember Chris Elliott being in this movie. Chris Elliott wasn't. I I'm 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 super excited to talk about this. I'm a big and Chris Elliott fan, so I'm excited about that. I am too. Chris Elliott is like he's amazing. I, he's so great. I don't like Cabin Boy, but he's he's <laughs> Cabin he's Boy's a. You gotta really like Chris Elliott to get into Cabin Boy. <laughs> you have like, you to gotta be, like him too much. You have to be Chris Elliott to like Cabin yeah. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're gonna watch CB4. I can't wait to talk about it. Um, but yeah, please share the pod. Listen, thank you so much for supporting us. Um, yeah, you yeah. guys, you're the best. Um, and uh. We love you. We do love you. We do love you a lot. And don't use the F word. Don't use use the good one, not the bad one. Yeah, don't do not do it, no don't matter do what. It. It's not worth it. Even if you're trying to impress your gang. Even don't. if you're playing Madden and you throw like three straight interceptions. Like, just don't, <laughs> just don't fucking do it. Cause... Even if that's your name and it's just spelled differently, don't say it. Change your name. Change your name. Change your name. Why'd your parents name you that? They're awful people. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be so hard to yell at them to come in when it's time for dinner. <laughs> All right. We love you. All right. Bye. bye.